Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with The Fall Guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Hey, everybody. Hope you had a good weekend as we get rolling here on the Monday edition on Listen App. Just had a... Really good show with Sean Salisbury talking about college and the NFL. Ryan and Sackdown talking about the Kings. We'll begin a six-game road trip Wednesday in Milwaukee. We've got that. We've got the Niners now down to Brock Purdy, their third quarterback, after Garoppolo is out for the year. 49ers take care of a Dolphins team despite a 75-yard touchdown on the first play of the game. And uh, that was a hell of a game. That was a that was a hell of a game by San Francisco. Uh, to beat Miami. And we're going to go around. We can talk about the NFL. We can talk about the World Cup. We uh, joined for the first time since the United States lost to the Netherlands. So if you want to talk about that or anything else going on, uh, we can do so right here on Listen Up. Justin Verlander goes to the Mets. Trey Turner goes from the Dodgers to the Phillies. And the question is, will will Aaron Judge go? Uh, The Yankees are absolutely out of their freaking mind if they give Aaron Judge uh, the reported 10 or 11 year deal that we're hearing about. That's ridiculous. Uh, I, and as a lifelong Yankee fan, uh, go ahead, go play somewhere else. You know, I'm sorry. And this is not Aaron judge. I would be doing the same thing if I'm Aaron judge, but if I'm the Yankees, there's no way in the world I'm giving Aaron judge that type of a deal, not doing it. I don't think it's prudent. Uh, I just don't, I don't agree with it. I don't agree with it. All right. If you want to get in on the show, hit your hand icon, uh, raise your hand. Uh, and we will do it. The Kings, 13 and nine, good weekend. They win Saturday down in LA against the depleted Clippers team. Uh, they beat the Bulls on Sunday, and now they will uh, leave tomorrow for a road trip in Milwaukee. Bucks are in Orlando tonight, taking on the Magic and uh, the Bucks. Very good record at home with the 11 and three. And you know, I know the Bucks. That's where they live. I know they're used to the cold weather. But let me tell you something. In the middle of winter. I know it's not technically winter, but it's December, which in Milwaukee, that's winter. There is nothing worse than going to play the Miami Heat or the Orlando Magic. And you walk off the bus and walk up the steps to the plane, and you know you're going to Milwaukee. That is the worst feeling in the world. I've done it before in wintertime, going from Miami to Milwaukee. You want to talk about a state of depression? That's depression. That's depression. Going about an 80-degree temperature change. Yeah, that will that will awaken your senses. All right, again, hit me up. I want to hear from you. We got a lot to talk about, whether it's the Kings, college, the NFL. I mean, how bad was USC and defense on Friday night? They got smoked. I don't have a problem with the four. I'm very happy 
that I'm not seeing Michigan and Ohio State play in the semis. I would not want that. So I'm very, I'm fine. I'm absolutely fine with the way everything looks. I really am. All right, let's get the show rolling. We start with Connor. Connor, how are you, man? Doing good, Grant. How are you? Good. So that Giants tie, what are your thoughts on that? It's a strange well, I thought the, I, I, I thought the call uh, for taunting was absurd, which to me changed the entire game around. The Giants were in field goal range after Slayton. They would have had first down, would have been able to use some clock. Knowing the Giants, they keep the ball on the ground, maybe throw a short pass. They probably gain, at the worst, five more yards. No problem for Graham Gano. Two-score game with under five minutes left, and they called taunting on uh, Felicio, the center. I thought that was garbage. Giants also had a big play where Darius Slayton would have been a good catch, but he should have had it, would have been field goal range, could have won the game. So, you know, to me, that's a win for Washington because they got the Giants coming up in two weeks in their stadium after a bye. So to me, the Giants not winning the game is worse than Washington not winning the game because Washington now has the Giants in two weeks coming off a bye. Now, the good news for the Giants, they may they may have two starters back for that game in their defensive backfield with uh, Jackson and Henry. So that that could be... That could be significant for the Giants. So we'll see. But the Giants are going to get their doors blown off by Philadelphia this week. I would pretty much count on that. But here's the other deal, Connor. They don't have to beat Philadelphia. But if they, they have to beat Washington. So if I'm the Giants this week, I don't even worry about who's playing and who's not. Go ahead. Lose by 50. It's the game the following week that you absolutely have to win. Yeah, it got flexed to Sunday night football. I and mean, that's going to be yep. a gigantic game for the Giants. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. And I'm all about giving people credit when they're doing good, but at the same time, they need to be criticized when things aren't going well. I feel like Mike Kafka in the beginning of the season, his play calling was phenomenal, but there's been a lot of question marks in his play calling the last couple weeks. I mean, take this game. There was a drive where on first and 10, we took a shot at the end of the game. It didn't work out. Second and 10, we take another shot. I mean, that was just didn't make any sense to me. And then third down, incomplete pass, and we punt the ball away. I mean, yep. this isn't really yep. a team that can take shots down the field. So that was no. really questionable to me. They got the ball with a minute 47 left, all right? And, you know, I'm okay taking a shot on first down. But then, you know, basically they were three and out in 15 seconds, and Washington got the ball back in good field position with a chance to go down. Unfortunately, the Giants' defense saved the day. Also – there was a very bizarre play uh, in uh, overtime where, you know, the two players in the backfield ran into each other on a real critical play in the game. So, yeah, it was definitely not anything to be proud of yesterday. That's for darn sure. But, you know, Washington's in the driver's seat right now with a bye week. I mean, you could not ask for a better situation if you're Washington than sit at home and watch the Giants play a physical Philadelphia team and know that they're coming into your building, your stadium, the following week. But again, I think what's key for the Giants, they got to have a Dory Jackson back on the field. He, he could play this week, but I think the Giants are making a huge mistake if they put a Dory Jackson on the field this week. They're not beating Philadelphia. Save them for the game that you have to win. Yeah, I agree. And then switching to Major League Baseball a little bit, I mean, we've had some big signings with DeGrom, Verlander, and Trey Turner, and then obviously Aaron Judge talks are heating up. 
Well, I would be surprised if Judge does not announce where he's going to go this week. So it it would it's probably definitely going to happen this week. And I'm not giving him a 10 or 11 year deal. I'm just not. You know, you're basically signing Aaron Judge for four or five years. That's what you're doing. If you give him a 10 year deal or an 11 year deal, what you're saying is we need to win in the first four to five years of the deal because the back end of that deal is not going to look very good. And I wouldn't do that as an organization. As much as I love Aaron Judge, as much as I love the fact that he is a, you know, quote unquote, true Yankee, exhibits all of the characteristics that I want in a Yankee, I wouldn't do it. I just personally, if you want to win championships and the Yankees have not won since 2009, I don't, I wouldn't do that. I think there are better ways to go. And then bad news for Yankees fans today, in my opinion, at least. Brian Cashman gets extended till oh. 2026. It's awful. Unbelievable. I don't understand that. I don't understand that. I really don't. I do not understand that. And, you know, Brian Cashman gives Aaron Judge a 10 or 11-year deal. I mean, mind-boggling to me. Mind-boggling. And then talking about some of the other games around the NFL, I mean, this Jimmy Garoppolo injury, I mean, I think I remember you saying earlier in the year, like, if Garoppolo goes down, this team is basically done. But I feel like yep. the reaction's a little bit different now. I mean, it seems like it's not really the end of the world for the Niners with how good their defense is playing and all the weapons they have. I mean, obviously it's a big loss, but I don't think their season is just automatically over, which I think a lot of people expected earlier. I, I think it's over in terms of winning the Super Bowl. I, I think with Garoppolo, you had a legitimate chance to win. I don't think that's accurate right now. Maybe Brock Purdy surprises the hell out of everybody, but I'm, I can't imagine the Niners going the distance now with that. That's my feeling. All right, I want to ask you a question. USA, Netherlands, right? First minute, two minutes, the United States has a legitimate chance to score a goal, and the goalie makes a very nice save. You think that would have changed around that that game if they had scored there in that sequence at the beginning of the game? Yeah, no doubt. Because a couple minutes later, the Netherlands got on the board. I mean, in terms of that game, the U.S., they played a lot better than I was expecting. I mean, in the first half, they basically dominated possession and chances. I mean, the Netherlands had basically three chances in the whole game, and they scored all three. So, I mean, you just got to give them credit. I mean, we had a bunch of chances. They finally got a goal, but I guess it just wasn't meant to be. I thought the United States, and I did, by the way, just so you know, I did watch because I wanted to be able to talk about it. Uh, I thought in the first half in particular, they should have had a minimum of one goal. When they didn't have any goals at halftime, what was it, 2 nothing at half, right? But um, he, he, was it 2 nothing at half or one nothing? I think uh, uh, I think it was 2 nothing. But the point I'm trying to make is the United States should have had at least one goal in that first half. They executed very well. They just couldn't. They they just couldn't make the final, the the, the final burst was scoring a goal. I I thought they played very well in the first half. The second half, you know, I mean, I you know this better than I do. It's almost impossible to beat a really really good team, a world power, when you're down two goals in soccer and you have one half. That makes it's almost impossible. Yeah, it was 2-0 at half, and that second goal is an absolute gut punch. It was like the last play yep. of the half. I mean, That's right. In, yep, that's right. In the second half, they got one goal back. You know, it was 2-1, and there was, we're starting to get some hope. But that third goal they gave up was just unacceptable. Terrible defense, bad communication. The guy just walked in and was wide open. So, I mean, this team, obviously, they're young. They're going to make mistakes. And I think all fans have their eyes on 2026 to be the big year for this team. 
All right, so they played a total of four matches and they only won one. So how would you analyze this World Cup? I'd give it a solid B. I mean, they only lost one game as well. So, I mean, okay. this team... Yeah, you could look at it that way. Yeah, I mean, the expectations were get out of the group and then kind of prepare for 2026. I mean, how young this team is, these guys are going to be a lot more experienced in four years. And the big question mark, you need a striker that can finish and you need better defense. And that's what they're going to be looking for over the next four years. All right, so here we are. Uh, after what we saw last night, who is going to win the whole thing now? Who do you like to win the whole thing? Well, I'm looking at these quarterfinal matchups that are shaping up with England and France. I mean, there's some absolutely great matchups. I mean, Brazil, they're looking pretty unstoppable. France is looking great. I mean, I think a lot of people are sleeping on Portugal. I mean, Cristiano Ronaldo, a really great team around them. They haven't gone through to the quarterfinals yet but I'd keep an eye on that I mean it's basically anybody's game now I mean they kind of got rid of the weak links and now it's basically the European and South American powers that are left yeah Brazil looked pretty good in beating uh Korea didn't they uh, they they looked dominant yeah four to one four goals in the yep. first half I mean they were just pretty goals it was beautiful all right so give me the team who's winning it all Who's winning it all? I'm going to say Portugal. Why not? I mean, they can shock the world. Okay. It'd be storybook ending for Ronaldo's career. Okay. Sounds good, buddy. I appreciate you. We'll talk to you soon. Thanks for having me. All right. Bye-bye. All right. If you want to come on, uh, hit the hand icon, and uh, we will put you uh, right on. Don't forget, coming up on Wednesday over on my YouTube live channel at 3 o'clock, Jerry Reynolds, I'll be on after the Kings-Bucks game as well on YouTube. Just, I, I know a lot of you that listen to me on Listen App, join me on YouTube. And I try to experiment with doing the post-game shows here and doing the post-game shows on YouTube. And I like the both, but the reality is I'm getting thousands and thousands of people that are following what I'm doing on YouTube because I'm also on Periscope and I'm on Facebook Live and the numbers have been really, really good. Like in, you know, sometimes I'm over 10,000. For the Lakers game, I was over 30,000. So that's the avenue I'm going to go, all right? That's where I'm gonna go for right now. I, could I change from time to time and, and come back? You know, there are a lot of games in a season, they're 82. I do love the interaction, but then I'm thinking, okay, if I had the interaction with you here after a game, then you're less inclined to call me the next day on my show because you just talked to me the night before. So I think the bet, not think, I know the majority of my shows when I follow a Kings game will be on YouTube. It's just the, the exposure and the number of people that are able to follow me on my various platforms are just too significant. They just, they just, I can't, I can't justify coming here and doing a show on Listen App where this is the only platform I have. And again, I love the interaction with you. I love do, being on after a game where I can take phone calls. But again, then you're less inclined to talk to me the next day about the game the night before 
which is what I like to do on this show as well, because you've already asked me the question after the game. So just want to let you know, uh, primarily, I will be on YouTube Live. I'm still trying to pick a game to do a watch party on uh, No Filter Network. So I'm still trying to figure out what would work best for everyone. See, here's something that is, is blowing me away. So after the Clippers game on Saturday, on YouTube Live, I had people watching me from all over the world, all right? I had someone watching me from the Philippines. I had Eduardo watching me from Chile. I had someone watching me from Norway. I had someone watching me from Lithuania, okay? And I'm, I know I'm leaving out uh, a couple of other countries. And I'm just thinking to myself, wow. You know, it's fascinating the amount of people that you can reach on YouTube and various platforms. I was just blown away. We kept on getting, oh, Fiji, Bula. Yeah, of course, how can I leave out Fiji? So think about that. Saturday afternoon, people in Fiji, Lithuania, Norway, Chile, and the Philippines. It's pretty good. I'm just like, wow, pretty amazing. So I, I love doing it over on YouTube. Again, the, the only difference is I can't have that personal, like you talk to me, I talk to you. But that's what we have this show for, right? That's why we're on every day at four o'clock. So hit me up. I want to hear from you. Uh, hit your hand icon. And uh, I will put you right on if you want to talk about uh, anything else that happened uh, over the weekend. All right, let's get to uh, Jeff. Jeff, welcome to the show. I hope you had a good weekend. How are you? I did, Grant. How was your weekend? Very well. Very good. Thank you. Uh, so uh, what do you think about the college playoffs? Is it set? For I, I like it. You know what, Jeff? I'll tell you, I, I, didn't want one, I did not want to see Ohio State and Michigan play again in the semifinals. So I'm glad that they structured it. So I don't want to. So I don't get a repeat of a game I just watched, you know, two weeks ago. So I'm, I'm that part of it. I'm happy about. I have no problem with Georgia being one, and I have no problem with TCU being in the Final Four after the way they lost on Saturday. I have no problem with it. What about you? Well, I'm pulling for Jim Harbaugh. You know, the old 49er coach. He's, uh -huh. you know, years ago they were calling for his neck to be tossed out of there. He's pretty much turned it around and. Uh, they're doing a pretty good job. I, I think they lost their number one running back too, if I recall. Yep, they did. There, but uh, I, I would like to see. I want to see Georgia. Uh, I want to see if they're able to repeat from last year. But I would like to see a Georgia-Michigan game. That's what I'd like to see. Yeah. You know? This year. I know we saw it last year, but I'd like to see it. That's what I'm pulling for, too. So anyways, you know, Doug on it. So the big question now is, that, you know, with Purdy, with uh, damn Jimmy GG, he just can't buy a break, can he? The guy gets injured. Nope. That's, a bad, that's no pun intended, right? He did buy a break yesterday. Yo. <laughs> Grant, you're too much. <laughs> well, I'm, you know, I'm just. You, you, your choice of words there was probably not too good. I'm just, I'm just telling you that, buddy. I know. I walked right into that, did I? <laughs> <laughs> yes, you did, my friend. Yes, you did. <laughs> anyway, so it's going to be more of a, you know, it's going to remind me of the. Tell me who was the Baltimore Ravens quarterback when they won the Trent Dilfer. Right, and he was like a game man. I mean, he wasn't the 
best quarterback, but their defense was so strong, they won the Super Bowl. So I could only compare it to that now if it even if they go further into the playoffs. I'm not saying they're going to win the Super Bowl, but I understand. Will it come down to the system that they do and often? I mean, the kid looked pretty decent, and they were bringing the they were bringing the heat on him. I mean, yep. you know, yeah, they were. You know, so it's going to be interesting. That's for sure. What do you think was Tua's problem though yesterday? Missing all those open receivers. Well, he was playing without two starting tackles, so that would your all pro left tackle Armstead was out. Now their right tackle has been hurt all year. He got hurt early. So, you know, when you're a quarterback and you're down to your backups at each tackle position, that's a real big issue. So I would start right there. I mean, if you don't think it matters, go go back and watch the Super Bowl of two years ago when Kansas City played against Tampa without their two starting tackles and the right. Chiefs couldn't even score a touchdown. Yeah, yeah, I remember that. You're absolutely dead on right there. So, okay, Grant, uh, I think you're right on on the YouTube. Uh, I think you had somebody from the Philippines, too, if I recall. Yes, I did. Yes, I did. I mentioned that. I, I, I did have someone from the Philippines. Yep. Over there. And uh, I do think you're getting a bigger audience with uh, – the YouTube and then more. People. I don't, I don't think, I don't think I know. I see the numbers. I mean, I'm oh, getting yeah. literally, I, I, I'm getting, I mean, in, in YouTube and you don't even see the other numbers. I'm getting literally over 10,000 people on most games that are watching my post game shows. You're kicking 1140s ass. Yes, I am. Uh, it's, it's like men against boys. I mean, they can't even sniff your jock. That's Jesus Christ. Well, I'm not, you know, I don't, I, I don't normally brag, but that doesn't surprise me. Well, that's awesome, man. I'm, I'm proud of you for thank you just picking and picking up, you know, your bootstraps and, you know, just pushing forward. You're growing it and growing it and growing it. Thank you. Picking up people all over the world now, and I mean, it's going to be a phenomenal. It's just gonna, it's got to get bigger and bigger and bigger. That's all. It's going to be happening. Well, I appreciate your support, Jeff. Thank you very much, and you enjoy the rest of your Monday. All right. Bye-bye. All right. Take when you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. I also want to thank, you know, uh, Fosters and Paws uh, who joined me on December 1st. You know, they're a group of passionate animal advocates and, you know, they work hard to save lives and they primarily focus on vulnerable dogs and shelters. I love how they work with young people, how to treat animals with respect, and that will really have lifelong benefits. And they hope that everyone that wants an animal can have one in their life. And uh, I really appreciate Fosters and Paws being a part of if you don't like that they're looking for adopters donors and fosters to learn more just go to fostersandpaws.org that's fostersandpaws.org
org. If you want to call the show today, just hit your hand icon and I will put you uh, right on. Kings and Bucks on Wednesday, six game road trip begins in Milwaukee. Then it's on the Cleveland. They got the Knicks. They got Philadelphia. They got Toronto and they close it out with a game against the Detroit Pistons. All right. So that's the uh, six games. I will try to be on after each game. I may have one conflict. Uh, don't know yet. So I'm not going to even talk about it because it's at the tail end of the road trip. But I'm going to do my best uh, to be on after each and every game over on uh, YouTube Live. All right, again, hit me up. I want to hear from you. Hit your hand icon. All right. Raise your hand. Uh, and I would love to be able to uh, talk to you. Good stuff from Connor, by the way, on the World Cup. I like the fact that he can be my World Cup expert and we can uh, talk about that. Here's the other aspect. Now that the United States is out, does, do you even watch the World Cup or have you lost interest in it? I'm just curious. I know someone like Connor is going to still watch uh, the matches, but I just wonder with the United States bowing out uh, in the first stage of the knockout round, if you are now done uh, with the World Cup. I know it's the World Cup. I know if you're a soccer fan, you're probably going to watch it regardless, but just curious. All right, let's get to uh, Jerry in Sacramento. Hello, Jerry. How are you? I'm fine. How are you, sir? I'm well, thanks. Hey, Grant, um, I'm not a Raider fan. I'm a Niner fan, but just a quick question about the Raiders. Uh, do you still think their season's done, or do you think they still have a chance? They still have a chance. I mean, I'm not picking them. I just think the mountain was too uh, uh, high to climb. But, I mean, you look at the standings with the games left. I mean, they could conceivably uh, do it, but they got to win every single game. And I just think it's very hard to win every single game, regardless of who you're playing. And, you know, one of their games is coming up against San Francisco in that defense. Do you still think that the Niners, uh, you know, after what happened to Jimmy Garoppolo yesterday, do you still think that they'll still win that division? Yes, I do think they'll win the division. I think that uh, they will. Yes, I believe the fact that they already beat Seattle once, you know, they play them next. I mean, if I'm a betting man, I would say that they are still going to win that division. Yes, I believe they will. I mean, there's Arizona's not, the Rams aren't, so they're going to be Seattle. And I, I just, as, as good of a story as Seattle's been this year, personally, I still do not think that even without Garoppolo, they're better. All right. So the 49ers have the Buccaneers coming up this week. Then they have, you know, then they're at Seattle. Then they have Washington, which is now a tough game. They have the Raiders and they have the Cardinals. So, and I'm looking at if they beat Seattle two games from now, that would seal the division. All right. It, regardless of what they do against the Bucks, the commanders tough game and the Raiders playing much better, tough game should be able to beat the Cardinals, but you know, we'll see. And then, you know, again, coming up this week, you got the Buccaneers and Tom Brady. And Grant, how far do you think the Niners can go? Cause I know you and Sean were talking about earlier that, uh, that you don't see them making it to the Super Bowl, but you know, just remember just a few years back, remember uh, when the defense destroyed green Bay, uh, yep. I mean, it was the defense that won that game, Grant. I, I mean, how many passes did Jimmy Garoppolo throw that game? Yeah, no, I'm with you on that. I'm, I, I, right. But how far can they go? I talked about this story. I remember, you know, being a Giants fan in the 1991 season when Phil Simms got hurt right. in early December and Jeff Hostetler took over and all the Giants fans were like, well, that's it. And Jeff Hostetler ended up taking the Giants to the Super Bowl and the Giants had, you know, a very similar team to San Francisco. Uh, has now the Giants had a dominant defense all right with Lawrence Taylor and Harry Carson and they they had 
a, a dominant defense, okay? They had a solid running game, all right? The 49ers have a solid running game. The Giants had a solid tight end, okay? The uh, 49ers have a solid tight end. The Giants had good wide receivers. They didn't have a Debo Samuel, but these teams are fairly similar. And again, I remember Hostetler took the Giants and won a Super Bowl. So can it be done? It can be done. I just, I don't like their chances as much personally. Grant, that was the game uh, when the Giants uh, were trailing 13 to 12. And I think it was like four seconds left. And yeah, that's when Barr kicked the winning field goal. Yeah, I remember yep. that was, I was a 21, 22 year old man at my mom's house for Thanksgiving. Uh, well, I was standing. I was standing underneath the goalpost when the ball went through the upright. So uh, I kind of have a different feel because I was running onto the field as soon as the uh, ball went through the goalpost. Uh, but yeah, that was to be on the field for that game was just unfreaking believable. And the that was you know the Roger Craig fumble. Uh, there also Gary Reasons on a fake punt. Bill Parcells called a fake punt. The uh, short snap to Gary Reasons, big first down set up Matt Barr for the game-winning kick, and that was, that, was an, that was an amazing game. Grant, didn't you say that was on, uh, that was on YouTube, something like that? I, I thought you said something. It's like everywhere. That. You can see me. If you, if you go back and Google it, not, mm-hmm. not every angle, but most angles have the ball going through the uprights from behind, and the, the video that stays uh-huh. uh, on it, you can see me to the right of the goalpost. I've got a blue and white, pretty large stripes. Uh, you can see me jumping up and down after the ball goes through. I need to check that out. All right, sir. Yep. Well, thanks for your time. I appreciate it. Take care. Bye-bye. Take care. All right, let's get to some more phone calls. And uh, we say hello to Brian. Brian, welcome to the show. How are you today, Brian? I'm uh, doing well, Grant. How are you? I'm good, bud. Good. Fun topics. Just do a quick round robin. Uh, 100%, as you know, I, I listen to both shows. The YouTube Live and all the post-game Kings uh, games is, I know the numbers and ratings are, you know, through the charts right now, but as a, as a, as a listener of both, I, I love that platform for the post-game. A lot of times, you know, it's, you're chilling watching the game, you just flip right over and you can watch the stream the comments versus, yep. you know, switching over to an audio listen format. So uh, definitely on board, even outside uh, the obvious great ratings. Uh, I love that format. I appreciate that. Thank you very much. I appreciate the feedback. Yeah. And then uh, obviously Niner fan, very much bummed out. And, you know, it's disheartening. Uh, in my opinion, we went from a Super Bowl contender to now a playoff contender. And it's just the way it is, you know. Over these next few weeks, uh, defenses are going to get tape on Purdy and everything like that, and come the good defenses will come up with the scheme, in my opinion. And I know we have our weapons and everything, but in the playoffs, generally speaking, you got to have a quarterback that's going to make some plays uh, at some point throughout the playoff run. And I'm less optimistic and being a realist. And yeah, we might win a playoff game or two. I just can't believe we're a Super Bowl contender any longer. Yep. I'm with you. I don't think they are either, uh, you know, unless pretty surprised the hell out of us. You know, I think we're going to know a lot more in the next two weeks with the Buccaneers uh, and particularly up in Seattle. I appreciate it, Brian. Yep. Yep. Thanks, Grant. Take care. All right. Let's get to uh, Eli, who's next here on Listen App. Good afternoon, Eli. Hey, Grant. How are you doing? I'm well. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. So regarding the World Cup, um, I did mostly watch the U.S. games, of course, but today 
it looks like there was a um, penalty kick game between Japan and Croatia. I don't know if you caught that yes. at all. Yeah, I, that was get, most... I, I did not watch that, no. Oh, I did watch it, actually, because that's I think soccer is by far the most interesting when it gets into uh, penalty kicks. So right. um, that was that was very interesting in uh, Japan, kind of. They just crashed and burned. They couldn't even get the ball off the ground, really, in those those penalty kick attempts. So this is unbelievable uh, to me. I did see the highlights. It's unbelievable to me. It really is. That's mind boggling to me. I know. I was thinking I could have shot a better penalty kick. Exactly. Know? Exactly. <laughs> and I would yeah. also wonder. It seems to me that if you just kick the ball directly straight, you would score almost every time because the goalie, you know, anticipates going left or going right. Now, again, I'm I'm a I don't know anything about soccer other than it always seems so, you know, it seems to me that if you kick the ball straight at the goalie, you'd score almost every time because the goalie wouldn't be there. The goal, the, the goalie is either making a move to the left or the right. And once he leans and starts his momentum that way, there's no way he could get back to stop a shot directly in the middle of the goal. Yeah, that's a fair point. I've always heard you'd either do the top or the bottom corners, but uh, that, yeah, I can't really disagree with that logic. So, well, if you do, if the, if the goalie guesses right, okay, if you're going to shoot, if you're going to kick the ball to the right and the goalie is guessing that way and moves at the, at the, the, the start, the goalie has a significant chance of stopping the shot. If you kick mm-hmm. the ball straight, all right, I don't see how the goalie could possibly stop the ball. If he decides he's going either left or right, there's no way he's going to get back to stop. So I personally, again, not knowing a freaking anything about soccer. Um, <laughs> and by the way, I did play goalie uh, in soccer in seventh grade in my junior high school because you had to be 13 to play contact football. And I wasn't old enough to play football and I wanted to be involved in something and I don't like to run. So I joined the soccer team and I was the starting goalie. Not that I'm a freaking expert, all right, that we're talking about seventh grade soccer, but I did it just so I could do something. Uh, But I'm just thinking on a kick, I'm watching all these World Cup games. I'm watching all these matches. I watch all the penalty. Well, I don't watch, but I'm saying when I watch and I see a penalty kick, the goalie is never stationary at the kick. The goalie is either going left or he's going right. So I'm always wondering if you kick the ball perfectly straight, wouldn't you score every time? Yeah, maybe that maybe uh, you gotta advise some of these players. <laughs> yep. yep. Um, so I was gonna ask you also about the Kings. Uh, so I I track the five thirty eight predictions. I know some, I guess you might not be a big fan of predictions, but uh, they have the Kings at a forty nine percent chance of making the playoffs right now, which I haven't seen that high before. Would you agree with that, or what would your guess? Yes, be? at thirteen and nine. Yes, I I would agree with that. The problem is I can't forecast injuries. And the Kings have the only team in the league that I'm aware of that hasn't had any injuries. And I would be naive or we would be naive to think that they're going to go through a whole year without some significant injuries. So, you know, that's the part that makes me a little nervous. Yeah, fair enough. And I think this is the first time we have the Kings and the Warriors good at the same time, right? Uh, Well, I don't know if I would go that far just yet, but yeah, okay, fair enough. And again, that's the problem with the schedule. And I was critical of the schedule when it first came out in August. The fact that you have a team in your own division and you're playing them three times in the first four weeks of the season is ridiculous. You only have one more game between the two teams and it's in the latter part of the schedule. It's absurd. You you should never play a team. It's just like the NFL. I criticize the NFL. How is it that the National Football League can come out with a schedule 
and the New York Giants and the Washington Commanders are playing each other twice in three weeks. Oh, and by the way, Washington's playing the Giants on back-to-back games because they have a bye this week. How freaking stupid Mm. is that? All right, here's something else that should not be allowed. In a divisional, you should never have a bye before a divisional opponent. Never, all right? The divisional games count as two. You should never have the advantage of having a bye before a divisional game. Your buys should come when you're playing a team outside of your division. So think about Washington. They played the Giants yesterday. They don't play this week, and they play the Giants coming out of the bye. How stupid is that? Seriously. Yeah, fair enough. I can't really speak too much about football, but as far as the Kings go with playing the Warriors three times, um, couldn't that benefit them potentially? Because if the Warriors are getting better now, then I guess you could say No, they lost. Not really. I mean, they lost two of the three games, so it didn't really benefit them. I don't think no, so. No, no, no. I'm saying, I, I mean, moving forward, the fact that they only have oh, to you mean if they're, more time. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yes, it could benefit them. I misunderstood you, Eli. Great point. Yes, it could benefit them. Absolutely. Could also yeah, benefit so, the Warriors. I mean, yeah, you know, the true. Kings, you know, so we'll see. Um, the You know, because the Kings weren't playing as well in the first two to three weeks of the season as they are now, and the Warriors beat them twice. Right, right. So... Hey, one other thing, Grant, I was going to ask you. You mentioned you, you're getting up to 10,000 um, views on your post games. Which platform is driving that? Because you mentioned you're on a bunch of different platforms. Uh, I'm, uh, uh, Twitter, I'm getting thousands and thousands of people watching on the Twitter feed, which is what, Periscope? So that's driving that. I'm getting uh, huge numbers on that platform. Okay. I don't think I've even heard of Periscope before. That's interesting. Yep. It's live. It's the live Twitter. Oh, okay. Got it. All right, cool. Well, that's awesome, Grant. I'm, I love your post games. I know that everyone else does too. So we'll keep watching. Thank you, Eli. Those. Appreciate that. Thank you very much. Right. Bye-bye. Mm-hmm. Take care. All right. If you, if you want to come on, hit the uh, hand icon, raise your hand, uh, and we will be more than happy uh, to put you right on. Don't forget, Wednesday over on YouTube, 3 o'clock Pacific, Jerry Reynolds, and then I'll be on after the Kings. Uh, and the Milwaukee Bucks. Boy, we got a lot going on, don't we? Baseball, Justin Verlander going to the Mets. Trey Turner going to the Phillies. I would think Aaron Judge will announce what he's going to do this week. Uh, Again, big six-game road trip starting for the Kings in Milwaukee. Monday Night Football tonight with the Saints and the Bucks. Uh, You look ahead to Tom Brady and the 49ers with Brock Purdy at quarterback. Will the Niners pick up Baker Mayfield off waivers as insurance? For a guy that has experience, we got a lot of things going on, and the Raiders win again uh, as they beat the Chargers. That enough for you? Oh, yeah, that's right, the World Cup, if you want to talk about that as well. I would think with the United States off the board, we probably, other than Connor, probably won't get uh, a lot of talk uh, in the World Cup. And I did tell you I wasn't going to watch the World Cup, but I did watch uh, the United States uh, Netherlands match. By the way, I did not watch the whole thing. I turned it off with about uh, five minutes gone by in the second half. I said, this is over. Well, I said it was over at half. When Netherlands scored on the last play of the first half, I was like, well, th- this is over. You know, wh- why even watch the second half? But I'm like, well, I'll watch, the- I'll watch the first five minutes. I watch the first five minutes. I go, this match is over. So um, I don't know a lot about soccer, but I know that if you're playing a, 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 a significant opponent and you're down 2 nothing in the second half, your chances of tiny game are extremely uh, remote, extremely remote. So anyway, we got that going on. And uh, anything else that you want to talk about, uh, we will do so right here. Lep Terrace, good to hear from you on this Monday, sir. How are you? 
Good, how about you, uh, Grant? I'm well, thank you. Uh, I just joined late. Um, so um, this uh, last weekend was very, very busy watching, uh, uh, you know, uh, soccer and then watching uh, football and then watching uh, Kings. And also, don't forget, Sacramento State, uh, they are 12 and 0. I mean, yep. they're doing great. Yep. I, yep. I, I, I was there in a pool, like, rain like crazy, and they were cold, but it was very uh, rewarding to watch them to uh, get the Richmond and play. They, ne they play next uh, Friday as well. Um, yep. As far as uh, uh, soccer, uh, they came with the uh, Netherlands, and uh, it, it felt to me that uh, Netherlands, when they wanted to, uh, Turn up the volume. They, when they needed to, they did. So they needed to take care of business. They scored two goals and they sat a little bit. And then the second half, uh, you know, the USA scored a goal, and that's why Netherlands had to turn up the volume a little bit again, score another goal, and they went ahead three. So uh, you could see the different levels between the two teams. But, no question. Uh, you know, yeah. Um, today, today I watched the Brazil, and it's like whoa. Uh, I think Brazil is the one that's going to go all the way down. Um, one more note for the Kings. It's good that they're winning now because, like you said, the, the Kings didn't have any injuries so far. So by winning now with the team that they're supposed to win, if they get any injuries later, at least they can take a little buffer, you know, they yep. have in the winning column. So if somebody like Saponi goes out for a whole month, well, that that is going to be a big problem. But if somebody goes out for like half of games, maybe it's not going to be a disaster yet. I so, agree, hundred percent. You're spot on. Yeah. Anyway, that's all. Thank you. Yeah, you're absolutely correct. Everything is correct there. You know, the difference between the Netherlands and the United States that I saw when the Netherlands had scoring opportunities, they scored. When the United States had scoring opportunities, they didn't score. That's it. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The Netherlands, they, every time they had a scoring opportunity, a legitimate scoring opportunity, they didn't miss. And the United States did. And again, I don't know a lot about the sport, but I have eyes. And that, that was the difference to me. Netherlands execution, when they had a legitimate chance, they scored. They didn't miss. And the United States did. And to me, that was the biggest difference that I saw uh, between the two. All right. Again, if you want to come on before I wrap up Monday's show, now is the time. Uh, if not, don't forget Wednesday. 3 o'clock Pacific, Jerry Reynolds over on YouTube. I'll be on after the Kings and the Bucks. Uh, back with you tomorrow at 4 o'clock. We got uh, the football game tonight with the Saints and the Bucks, and a lot going on 
in the world of sports. It is awesome, with a capital A, having you on right here on Listen Up. I greatly appreciate your support. Thanks very much. And, but we're not going to say goodbye because John always comes in at the bell, right? John, com- John comes in at the bell lap. We got the bell lap. We got the white flag. We have got the final lap, and here comes John. Hello, John. How are you, buddy? Oh, boy, I can see the checkered flag in the distance, buddy. Yes, sir, buddy. What's going on? Uh, man, what a fun weekend in sports, man. The Kings winning big. I'm, I feel terrible for Jimmy Jimmy Garoppolo, you know. Ne- yeah, never want to see anybody. Never want to see anybody get hurt, man, ever, you know. And, you know, I'm a Cowboys fan. I don't root for the Niners, but I understand. to see that happen. Just hate to see I it happen. I do, too. I do um, too. Yeah, I watched some of that World Cup. I heard you guys talking about the goalies on penalty kicks. Now it seems to me, and I think I've seen this, if the goalie stands a half a step to the left, he will dive to the right instinctively. If he stands a half a step to the opposite, he'll go the other way rather than standing directly under under directly well, in the I don't, I, you know, I don't know enough sure about, about the sport. I, I, I find that hard to believe that a goalie would would give away the direction that he's going to go. So I understand a half a step's not significant, but these guys no. that play for a living and their lives depend on it, I, they would know that. So I find that hard to believe personally. I I, I th- that would be like tipping your pitches in baseball or stealing yeah. the signs or whatever. I mean, I I find that hard to believe. Yeah, but that's kind of why I mentioned it. I want to hear. I'd like to hear from a uh, Connor or Left Terrace because they're very knowledgeable, you know, in soccer and stuff. It's just, just something that I was thinking about as you guys were talking about it. Okay. Um, Sounds good. And as for the Kings, man, they are playing lights out. And granted, I know that, you know, they've had very few injuries, no major injuries at all, but very few of anything. I just, I just hope they can keep it up and, and we're seeing the real thing here. I'm, I'm just hoping this isn't a yep. mirage, that, a mirage we're looking at. Pretty, you know ama- I mean? pretty amazing, huh? pretty amazing yeah, uh, yeah it's yep, fun. They're it, definitely playing know, well I was, I was pretty optimistic to begin the season as well I mean I don't granted I don't think they're winning 50 games but over half is what I'm is what I was hoping for and I think we're still seeing that I really still think we're seeing that and man I just hope to hell we could get make it into the playoffs man I'm, I'm just I'm just hoping that that can happen for us John good hearing from you buddy you take care all right <laughs> All right, buddy, man. We'll talk to you later in the week. Sounds good. All right. Good stuff. Always good to talk to John. All right. Tomorrow, 4 o'clock, I'm right back with you. You all take care. We'll see you a little less than 24 hours from now. All right. So long, everybody. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? 
In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.